Welcome to this episode of the Empowered M Podcast. My name is Emily Jane Saroff, but you can call me M. I am obsessed with all things spirituality, business, and personal growth. I started this podcast at 21 years old whilst I was studying my Masters of Architecture at uni. It is fair to say that this podcast catapulted my life in a direction I never imagined possible. Soon after starting this podcast, I dropped out of my degree, quit my nine to five job and started my own business and in eight months of starting became a six figure CEO. Inside of this podcast, I share insights into the realities of being a 20-something CEO, along with actionable tips to help you unlock your true potential and create a soul-aligned and impactful life and business. So pull up a seat, put on your headset, and get ready to get empowered. Welcome to another episode in the 9 to 5 Exit Strategy Series. As you know, with this series, I have been bringing some of my past and present clients onto the podcast to share their unique journeys with you around what it's really looked like for them to build their way out of their 9 to 5s and being full-time in their businesses. We have heard some incredible stories so far, and we're going to hear another incredible story today from one of the oldest clients um, who has been on her own path for some time now since finishing up with me. And honestly, it's been so powerful watching the way her business has just transformed over the years since she did make that shift from her nine to five um, to go full time in her business. So in saying so, I'm excited to introduce to you all or reintroduce to you all, Sophie McMeekin. Welcome, so. I feel excited to be back in the seat and be back in this space and this energy with you um yeah it's been two years yeah two Crazy. years since we coached, since, since we coached together because you were obviously the door for me you know that door to coaching for me um ELP was the very first program that I ever invested in and obviously it's kind of evolved and changed now but that was the first uh, coaching I ever invested in and then obviously I had my one-on-one with you and that kind of catapulted me into the coaching space and into the work that I now do so really got to thank you for it all. Oh my gosh. And yourself for putting in the work though, right? But yeah, it has been such a journey. And some of you may have heard some of the previous episodes that I've had Sophie come on here on the podcast. As we mentioned, like she has been in my world since day one. Uh, She joined some of the very first programs that I put out, worked with me for an entire year in different capacities. And as Sophie said, that was like the very beginning of her coaching journey. So the last two years, she's really been on this journey on her own as well. Um, you know, and obviously exploring different avenues within the coaching space. So it's been really powerful to just watch how she's grown and evolved over the past three years. But what we're going to really hone in on today is uh, Sophie's story when it comes to how she left her nine to five, because it was um, a couple of years ago now as well that she really did take that plunge into going full time. So why don't you shine some light on, on you know, the beginning of your journey, Soph? Like what were you doing before coaching? and um just paint that picture of those early days for us please okay I love this story to be fair (laughs) so I actually have never been in a nine-to-five to to be fair (laughs) Mm -hmm. um I've never been in a nine-to-five however I obviously did have a full-time job before coaching so 
before coaching it was obviously 2020 and that was when the pandemic was and I actually graduated that year as well from my uh, business in Spanish degree so I graduated the April May of that time and obviously that was the when the pandemic was really really um, at its peak and lockdown was happening and it was very very uncertain and at that time I had no idea like what I wanted to do but I do remember so vividly being like I don't know I don't know what it is but there's something out there like I don't I'm not going to settle I don't want a nine-to-five job I don't want to go down that route because I've seen like so many people not enjoy their life and I was like that's not what I want for myself and now that I know it was obviously my intuition speaking to me at that time but it was literally saying there's something out there for you that's going to allow you to be yourself be free connect with people all around the world and just do what you love and enjoy what you love but at that point I was like like, I have no idea what that could possibly be but it was something my intuition was speaking to me at that point that there's something out there like hold on to that it is going to come um so obviously at that time I was kind of I was furloughed from the job that I'd been working in while at university and I was applying for I was applying for jobs at that time purely to entertain my parents purely to like please them and just be like yeah because they were kind of at me like what are you doing now what are you doing now that so that pressure of feeling the need to like be applying for things and I remember having interviews applying for things that I didn't even want but was just doing it for the sake of doing it and in that period so this was now July 2020 I actually moved out of my parents home the biggest risk that I took because I was furloughed I had no job security um I had no idea what what the next step actually was going to be and I just took that step and that that kind of shift in energy out of my parents home and into my own place betted on myself and that is actually when the doors started to open for me that's when the network marketing world found me and that's where obviously um em and I kind of aligned because we were both in the same um network marketing business at the time I started, I started to binge all the podcasts, binge Em's podcasts, all the other podcasts that were out there. And then that's when the coaching space obviously found me because the network marketing world was all about mindset, all about personal development. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like what happened. I got given, but during that time, I also got given a job. So the job that I had worked in at university was a supervisor at a hotel on the university campus Mm -hmm. however because of furlough and because of just the world at that time the hotel was obviously not able to reopen so instead instead of being made redundant I got given a job over at the university campus and for many a lot of people would be like what are you doing you have just graduated university with a business and Spanish degree and you're going to work at reception at the university um, accommodations and I was like this may not make sense to you but this is not something that I'm going to get stuck in this is just temporary for me to figure out what direction where I'm going what is right for me so I don't get stuck on a path that I don't want to be on so I decided to say yes to that opportunity because it also was super aligned because it was a full-time job but it was three 12-hour shifts a week so that gave me flexibility and freedom and was a starting like kind of taster of what it was like to have freedom you know because I had those four free days off per week so I stayed in that job while 
starting to dip my toes into network marketing and the mindset world, the coaching world. And I started my Shine with Sophie Instagram community. I started like a little free mindfulness club. And then Aim and I had free one-on-one coaching and it kind of just grew from there. And I remember investing into Aim's like mindset group program at the time. And it was like one of the very, very first calls I was on I was like why the hell am I not doing this like why am I not doing this and I think it was literally like three weeks into the group program I was like let's just do one-on-one and let's just start (laughs) it didn't take me long to be like this is for me and because it just it just was like right I was like this is exactly what I was asking for is here hello Mm, so that's kind of the yeah that's kind of the overarching journey of what it kind of looked like um and then obviously when I left my full-time job that was I was in that job for about a year maybe even under a year and with that job it was actually only supposed to be for three months and then it kept on getting extended and then extended and then extended and it came to a point where they were like okay like you have to go back to the hotel now like the hotel want you back but I'm pretty close to the management in the hotel because I spent eight years like working there and I obviously was a supervisor and I decided to not go back. I was like, you know what, like this is the opportunity. Like this is, this is like, I found what I want to do. I found the path that I meant to go on. I feel like this is now the divine assignment to decide like, yes or no. <laughs> like, what do you yeah. want? Find it. So it took a lot of inner strength and there was obviously a lot of noise as well because it was very close to Christmas. I think it was like October, November time, like two years ago. And I was like, no, like now is the time. So I decided not to go back to the hotel and obviously left my job, at um, that full-time job. But the funniest thing is that I want to add um, is that when I said no to both of those opportunities, the universe was like, are you sure? Because I got a phone call from that full-time job that I had just left saying, we've just we've just heard you're not going back to the hotel and we thought they really needed you back. And now that you're not going back, would you please come back? Like, we want you back. We didn't even want you to leave in the first place. Like, we love you. And I was like, oh my God, what are you doing? <laughs> So the universe is giving you a little bit of a test there because you had kind of made this declaration that you don't want to go back to your job. You want to step into this new path of self-employment. And it was now giving you this opportunity to like test and see how devoted are you to this new path that you're on, which I think is really powerful. Um, But there's a couple of questions that I want to reflect back to you from what you've already shared to us. The first being... Obviously, you invested like a lot of time, energy and money into this previous path that you were on, this degree that you were deeply invested into. Uh, What was that shift like for you, you know, in letting go of the fact that, yeah, you have invested all this time, money and energy into this path that now you're saying, I don't want to be on this path anymore. I want to try a new direction. I think a lot of people tend to really hold on to that um, investment that they've made into one avenue and that then prevents them from moving forward into trying something new. So how did you make that shift to be able to go, no, I'm okay with letting this go because I want to follow this path instead? Yeah. Yeah. I love that question. So I think for me, well, obviously, I don't want to use the word lucky, but I guess just I felt for me that my degree was actually kind of aligned 
to mm. this work as well because it was a business and Spanish degree and there was a part of me that knew I didn't know what I was going to do with this degree because I didn't I didn't actually want a nine-to-five job however yeah. it now kind of makes sense it's like how can I use that degree in the path that I want to actually go down you know and obviously this was a business and Spanish degree so I get to use what I learn in that business degree and implement it into my own business and not take it into somebody else's business yeah. or somebody somebody else's company take that and implement that into my own and obviously with my language skills and like the that side of my degree obviously I work with so many people from different countries from different languages that are Mexican that are Spanish so like I get to infuse that side of that path into this path you know Mm -hmm. so even though if if somebody's listening and their path is like completely different like it's been able to like look at what can you take from that path or from that that um, experience and take it into this path take it into this direction even if it's just like a lesson or an experience or whatever it may be like taking that forward and knowing that it's like you're not just like wasting it all you have learned and you have grown and you've that was obviously meant to happen in your path to lead you to obviously this new kind of direction um so yeah I think that's what supported me or eased me a little is like okay this is just how it was always supposed to be and how can I take what I've learned from this this path into a direction that feels more aligned with me For sure. And that's it, right? Like for you, and I guess your case, like you said, it was very aligned. The things you had studied could easily be applied into your business. But even if like in my case, for example, like I studied architecture, there's nothing that I do in business that's remotely related to architecture, but I'm still able to find experiences, you know, whether that be certain skills that I developed, you know, around discipline or creativity or this or that throughout my architecture degree that then have been able to transfer over to my business as well. So it's not always like, you know, black and white, what the um, value is that you take from that and then can apply to your business. But there is always some sort of experience that does come from it. So it's great that you were able to recognize that and really apply that yourself. Yeah, definitely. What we're going to transition and have a little bit of a look into now is kind of the thought process and the planning that really did go into place when you were making that shift to go full time in your business. And again, this looks different for everyone. Um, So I guess, you know, when it came to making that decision to be like, yep, I'm going to uh, leave this job that I'm in and I'm going to lean in and I'm going to start my business. What was the considerations that you had to put in place? Like, were you making an income from your business yet? Or was that something that you had to map out in order to make that transition possible I love that question because I actually had never I had not made a single penny in my business when I went full-time and it probably was a very delusional decision to make you know it was very delusional it was very like not logical or it did not make sense in the slightest um but it felt right you know it felt like everything that I, I had stepped into and leaned into had prepared me for this moment and it felt like right okay I feel like this is now the time I have no idea what the no idea what the unfolding looks like but at that point in my journey I was just excited I had I leaned into the excitement of it knowing that this was the path that was waiting for me or I was always on the path right but this was the kind of next chapter Mm. that was 
that I was just meant to find. And I think it took a lot of inner strength, bravery, like connection to my intuition, you know, because at that point, the job that I was in obviously was, I was surrounded by the kind of small minded people in the nicest possible way. So they only knew like being safe in a job. Christmas is coming up. Why don't you just stay until after Christmas um, and then you can go like, just stay. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? So it did take a lot of coming into myself, meditation with myself, connecting with myself and my intuition and reflecting on like what I had personally embodied and moved through and allow that to be the decision maker, not what other people think I should do or not what other people may think makes sense. And what's funny is that I never actually told a single soul that I hadn't made a single penny in my business at that time because I knew that that would obviously create opinions from others that I wasn't willing to take on because I knew it was a decision that only me and my intuition could make Mm. so obviously I feel like the three components there were really that bravery the inner strength and the connection to your intuition because those are the three things that really know the answer right and it doesn't need to make logical sense you just got to trust those three things and lean into those three things Yeah, I mean, power to you. And so, you know, you didn't really have a business at that point. You were making zero dollars from it at that stage as well. You had just gotten a loan to be able to invest in mentorship with me. So how did you step into the self-trust to know that you taking all these steps forward to leave your job, to get a mentor, to start a business was going to work out? It's so funny because I'm like, a part of me is like, I have no idea. I just knew, like, I I really was committed, and I still am committed to that connection to myself. Like, I was doing intuition meditations. I was obviously running free masterclasses, having free one-on-one sessions, and I had my podcast at the time as well. So the, it just felt right in my body as if, like, this has been waiting for me for a long time. And it, it just, it was my body that just knew that this is the path that you were meant to be. And don't get me wrong, like, obviously fear was there. Like, obviously it was really scary and it has been a roller coaster the past two years. Um, but I, again, you, I really still need for any of it to be different and trust that that was the exact path that, the path that I've been on and how it was supposed to be. But it was funny because as soon as I let go of that, that full-time job that yes served me and obviously was meant to support me throughout that process of committing to myself and starting to come into myself and step into this this path and um start putting myself out there without that I I wouldn't have been able to do that you know because I wouldn't have been able Mm -hmm. to be in this safe home that allowed me to start coming into myself but it was funny because when I did let go of that opportunity I put out a group program and my very first signature group program and it signed five people I signed five people that paid in full like so easily and so naturally so I think that was like confirmation as well that this is aligned this is aligned and from there I upselled like one-on-one spots and two of those five people then became one on long-term one-on-one clients that then continue to like 
do three months and then another three months and then sign on you know so that's kind of what created that momentum to start happening so yeah yeah I think the biggest thing to take from that is sometimes it doesn't need to make logical sense just feeling that it's the right decision to make can be enough and when you do so strongly like connect to yourself and trust in your intuition and trust what it's guiding you towards then that's that feeling is worth so much more than any logic anyway and I think it's powerful that you made the decision to not necessarily share all the details with everyone around you because you knew it didn't make logical sense and therefore they weren't going to understand it and um, you did what you needed to do in order to continue to lean into that self-trust and listen to what your intuition was guiding you towards and obviously it worked out yeah obviously and like if I were to like give that version of myself like advice like I would just say thank you for being so brave like I'm so proud of her for being so so brave but this is we can definitely dive into it as well and I'm sure you've probably got more questions but like even last year like the first half of last year so say I went full-time self-employment October 2021 and I went flying for like six months it was great fun I loved it (laughs) it was great fun but then I feel like that's when I think July August last year I was hit with a lot of personal circumstances that then had an impact on my own energy and my own like it brought a lot of limiting beliefs to the surface so and it really started to force me to look at my relationship with my nervous system, to look at my relationship with money, and just to look at my relationship with how I desire to run my business. And like I said, I wouldn't change any of it. Like I know that that was exactly how it was supposed to be, but just know like it wasn't completely smooth sailing. It took, it has, and continues to take a lot of inner strength, bravery, intuition each and every day to run and maintain like a business that um aligns with you yeah I'm glad you mentioned that as well and it's really amazing because as I have all these conversations with you know all of you students that have like gone through this same journey everyone said the same thing that it really does come back to their intuition was guiding them to take that step forward and even though it sounds easy said to like lean in and listen to that intuition it's actually not easy at all, right? Because your mind, that fear is going to try to pull you back into your comfort zone. And that's something that's going to continually happen across your business journey. We're always going to reach a new level, which is going to become our new comfort zone. And then again, we're going to feel that intuitive tug to stretch it, but it's going to challenge us to like stretch ourselves and become someone else to actually like fully embody what we're wanting to step into. So I'm really glad that you did mention that even though like there was that deep feeling there and you do have a hell of a lot of self-trust it still didn't make the process of making that shift any easier <laughs> yeah, and it has it's like it has been an absolute roller coaster. I mean, even last year this time last year was one of the hardest seasons of my life because I was holding a lot internally and like within my personal life and just navigating a lot of a lot of things that was just really really heavy and there was times and I'm not I'm not gonna lie and I'm very very open about this that I was I actually went back to my old job and says I can't do this I need some help but (laughs) but the universe worked in my favor is like "Eh, that ain't gonna happen I've got you so that's just like a little kind of 
secret, not really secret, but I have been at a point where I my nervous system was all was really really like out of whack. I was like, I can't do this. This is this is really really hard. It takes a lot of inner strength, but I now can be at this place a year later and be like, we stayed strong. We stayed strong. Mm-hmm. We didn't give up, and that I think. If you want to be an entrepreneur, especially a full-time entrepreneur, it does take that inner strength and that long-term commitment as well. And not like it's not easy. Like it isn't easy. It is hard. Like things can be easy and we can lean into ease. But the reality, the real reality of running a business is that it there is aspects of it that are hard. Mm, there always always are uh but that's like anything right it's choosing your heart and I guess you know when it comes to choosing your heart it's about weighing up well what are the rewards that are going to come from this and do those rewards outweigh that challenge that you're going to have to go through in order to get there is it worth it for you and um I guess for all of us it has been worth it um but what I'd love to dive into with you now is looking a little bit more specifically at the action steps you took as you were making that transition from the path that you were previously on to then being full-time in your business. Um, what did that look like? Was there any specific action steps that you had to put in place, um, you know, in order to, from making that point of making that decision to then be able to fully lean in and say, yep, I've done this. I'm here. I'm now full-time in my business. Yeah. Well, like I said, obviously I went, I went into full-time without a single penny coming in. I did obviously have some savings off the back, but not much, um, to, like, obviously sustain me, like, for a long period of time. Um, But prior to, obviously, stepping into full-time coaching, I, even though I hadn't been earning earning any money, I obviously had built a community of people. So I had been putting out weekly podcasts since the April. This was now obviously October, November. So I had been putting weekly podcasts out till since April. I had been doing weekly free mindfulness um sessions with a small community of people where I'd me and a friend would do some tapping some journaling with this group this group of people and starting to warm up a community there I'd been putting out doing Instagram lives like warming up a community um and really kind of expanding on my brand you know, and starting to build that like, know, and trust with my community, build relationships with my community. So when I did go full time and I launched, that's what really what I done. Like I went full time and that's when I launched my group program. And from there, from the marketing and the promotion of that, as well as doing my podcast, as well as like connecting with people, putting content out there, that's when the clients started to come, the income started to come. I would be doing my sales calls, my discovery calls, having conversations with people about my um my group. And then obviously I upselled my one-on-one program to those people. And obviously that's when two of them said yes. And then those two became um, long-term clients. I think in the January, I then done a free workshop where I promoted my one-on-one program again. And then I brought in a couple of new clients uh, at that point as well. One of which was another long-term client who's still with me, not on a private base, but in my membership, comes to my workshops. So I think the tangible steps was really 
creating a community, building relationships, putting out consistent content, putting out my podcast, doing free workshops, like yeah, like doing free workshops, launching my program, selling my offers, yeah. um, and from there that that's when it all kind of like started to to come into play. Um, I think the first six months of being full time self-employment I was I was really I was holding a lot of free workshops like I was holding a lot of free workshops building that authority building that community and creating value giving value and yeah like it served me well especially now because you can see it's like popcorn (laughs) now like the the warmth that I built at that time has now really supported Mm -hmm. um to this day you know Yeah, I love that point that you bring up about building community. Obviously, for you, when you left your job, uh, you had already been building your community. So you were really able to lean into that to help monetize um, when you did go full time in your business. For a lot of people who are still in that transition and, you know, you're not necessarily going all in the way that Soph did, whilst you're like building towards going all in, really prioritizing building that community element is an important action step to take. I also believe that's one of the biggest reasons why my business blew up so quickly was because, again, like I had the podcast and I was nurturing a community through the podcast before deciding to even offer something. So that's a really valuable point that you brought up there for anyone who is in the process of making the transition is prioritize building a community because that is going to really make a massive difference in the results you see when you do actually go and launch your first offer and start to build your income through your business. Yeah, 100%. Like warming those people because if you're putting something out and they're not warm, they don't really know you, they don't trust you, they don't understand what it is you're given obviously there's going to be barriers there so I think it was a lot easier for me to put the group out there one because I was in alignment with the group like that's what I enjoy that's what I enjoy um and what just felt obviously in aligned for me and my community because I had been building that warmth I had been building that connection at that point I was actively like and directly reaching out and starting connections and starting conversations and not being afraid to do that um, and being the one that goes first and being the one that provides the value and yeah. that fear and like holding like lives where I would I, I remember at that time I was and I, I know that doing Instagram lives can be scary and sometimes it can still be scary this this season yeah. as well you know but at that time I was like how can I make this easier for me to lean into but also start to build that community so what I've done was like okay I'm going to do this like three-day challenge I think it was a challenge or like a live challenge where each I had a topic for each day and I asked my community if they wanted to join and those that said yes I put them into a, a group chat on Instagram and whenever I was going live I'd say right we're going live so those people would come and you were you Mm -hmm. you knew that they were going to be there and that was that started to build that connection up those relationships up and place you as like an authority place you as someone who like wants to give and wants to start being a leader you know for sure. Well, Soph, I'm absolutely loving all of the value that you're sharing with us so far. 
There's really two final questions that I want to like dive into here um, for our listeners today. Obviously, you've shared a lot about like that beginning portion of your journey and um, the investments you made when you didn't necessarily have money to invest and you also didn't have an income coming in. So I want to hone in on that a little bit more because I personally understand the value in making those investments at the start of your journey because just like yourself, that's what I did when uh, making the transition to go full-time in my business also. But I'm curious to know from your perspective like what is the value or the impact that that made on you to be able to make that transition and see the growth and results that you did see when going full-time in your business Mm, okay I don't think I would have done it I don't really know where I would have been like and in short I don't know where I would be if I hadn't invested into it and yes it may be like a major leap it may be really scary but ultimately that's going to whether it's a financial return on investment or not you are going to grow in some way you are going to expand in some way you're even you starting to put yourself out there in some way is huge and it's something that you probably wouldn't have done without that support and so honestly I think if I think if I didn't do that I don't, I just like, I don't even want to think where I would be because I know that ELP was obviously, that was your group program at the time. That was what really started things for me and propelled me into the space. And I know, I know that a lot of the work I do now is even more deeper, you know, that was like a stepping stone for it. Like it was like the first step and then the second step. And then obviously that's what propels you into, into everything that you get to then expand into. So I think for anyone who is maybe wanting to invest in themselves, well, one, if you're wanting to do it, the desire is there for a reason, you know, the, that's obviously your intuition speaking to you like it wants you, it's trying to guide you to take in this step and to invest into yourself. And secondly, what's coming through now is also knowing that you're worthy, you're worthy of investing in yourself and you can trust in yourself to invest in yourself. Because I think those are sometimes two things that people can maybe not feel within them they don't trust themselves to um follow through or to make sure that they make the most out of that investment or they just simply don't feel worthy of investing that amount into themselves but just know that you are worthy and just know that if the desire and the opportunity has presented itself to you it has for a reason and there's a a chapter a door an evolution waiting for you and it's really just ultimately up to you if you decide to step into it (laughs) oh completely right (laughs) the transformation the potential of opportunity that awaits when you do lean into that discomfort um and do expand yourself to make those investments Honestly, I believe it's it not only holds you to a higher personal standard and a personal level of self-accountability, but it also just equips you, you know, with the resources and skills that otherwise would cost you the time and energy to find yourself, right? So um, I appreciate you sharing that there because I know that a lot of people in our audiences um, who will be listening to this, you know, really maybe are on the fence about making that investment to help them with these next steps of their business journey. So in saying so, the final question for you today, Soph, is what is a final piece of advice that you would leave someone with who is at that very beginning stage of their transition, um, wanting to leave their nine to fives and go full time in their business? Okay. 
One thing that I want to say, actually, this is a piece of advice that I would give myself as well at that stage, is to not hold on so much control. Like, this was coming through. Not hold on so much control on how the income comes in as well. It has to be this programme. It has to be this way. It has to be like this, you know? As you step into entrepreneurship full-time entrepreneurship it really is inviting you to also um deepen and develop a new level of surrender and trust as well and for me last year I really struggled to start after after a really good season of signing clients and running programs I hit a block and it was because I was holding on to so much control on how I thought it was supposed to look, how I thought things were supposed to be. So I think if I was to give anything is to be aware of the control that you're holding on to as you navigate and you step into um, entrepreneurship. And yes, obviously have your intentions, have your goals, have the, the kind of different offers and different avenues in which you want to lean into, but also be open to different ways as well. Also be open to unexpected ways because that all that that energy allows you to attract clients into the ways that you've obviously say but also into different ways because I just really struggled for a while because I was like it's not working it's not working it has to come from this and it has to be like this and it has to do this and until it wasn't until I started to shift out of that way of being and that energy that these different ideas came along these collaborations started to find me my membership was birthed you know ways that felt a bit more expansive and exciting to me you know so that's something that I wanted to put out there is like as you step into entrepreneurship just be very mindful of the control that you're you're in and how can you maybe yes obviously have somewhat control you are in control but not be and be like holding such grip into how it actually mm. works, you know. Oh, completely. That is so powerful. Releasing the control because you know you have this vision of this path that you want to be on, but you don't actually know what else is out there. You don't know if there's an alternative route or an alternative way to get to the destination as well. So I think that's such valuable advice to just release that control and be open to... Um, be open. Yeah, because I once I'd done that, I like or I attracted like such expansive opportunities that gave me more exposure, that like brought clients in in a way that I... I didn't know it was possible or didn't even know even yeah. existed um, and gave me ideas, gave me inspirations, gave me connections that I wouldn't have attracted if I hadn't like stopped being so restricted in the way yeah. it should quote unquote should work, you know? So yes, have your, your offers. Yes. Have your ideas, but like just be mindful and remember like, how can I stay open just a little bit more as I move down this path mm. well so what a powerful note to end this conversation on today 
Thank you so much for carving out the time to um, actually sit and share your story with our listeners today. Your journey has been so inspiring and it makes me happy to see every single day that you're still showing up for this path and still continuing to make a massive impact in the space. You have been such an honor and a privilege to work with, to connect with, to become friends with over the years as well. And I'm so excited to see how your impact continues to grow moving forward. So thank you for joining us today. Where can Mm -hmm. our listeners find you if they want to follow more of your journey? Thank you so much for having me and allowing me the space and and kind of seeing me and seeing my value. It really does mean the world to me. And I ain't going anywhere. I ain't going anywhere. <laughs> so you can find me and saying that you can find me at underscore shine with Sophie on Instagram. Or I also, like I mentioned, um, I have a podcast as well called Shine with Sophie. So you can find me on all podcast platforms and you can find me on Instagram as well. Come over and let's let's do this together. <laughs> well, we will link all of those details into the episode description. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode of the Exit Strategy Series and have taken plenty of value away from Soph's journey. So that's a wrap on another episode of the Empower Them podcast. If you want more from me, then make sure you come say hi over on Instagram at Empower With M and let me know your thoughts on this episode. If you love the podcast, then don't forget to leave a five-star rating and review to help us grow this platform. Now, before you go, I'm going to leave you with one final question to sit with an action stepping away from today's episode. How can you go out into the world today and do something small that will empower those around you in some way?